<laughs> Welcome to the Vinnie Rock Podcast. I got my boy here, Josh Tyler. We're going to talk about stuff. We are. We're, we're stuff. already talking about stuff like one man, two tacos. And those are the ones you eat, weirdos. Don't get weird. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about it in yeah. that context. I yeah. mean, it's Taco Tuesday, so I was legitimately thinking about actual tacos. Dude, I got a I, fucking Taco Tuesday. I've, I've been wanting to eat tacos like crazy, and, I, and I've been trying to eat good, too, so yeah. it's like a tough time. You but can eat way, good tacos, right? You know, they say tacos are actually pretty healthy. Yeah. Like, generally pretty healthy. For the most part, yeah. I mean... Compared to what I would be eating, like, if I go to Five Guys and just have, right. like, you know... It triple, depends on where you get them. I mean, the, yeah. the Taco Bell, you know, gorditas and shit like that, I'd probably... No, those suck. ...stay away from. But those aren't real tacos. In my no, if you got a real like, you got a real fucking taco stand. Those are decent ass. Yeah, they're that's not great. bad. Corn tortillas, a lot of fucking. You know, I think the sauces is probably the worst thing you can do. I think that's where the, where you start getting higher get you. on your your yeah. sugars and your, mm-hmm. you know, corn tortillas. Not bad. It is what it is. Hey, if you're fucking working out hard, dude, you, you need carbs. It's a great post workout, man. Right? You just need to fucking burn some carbs, and you need some carbs to fucking re-energize. And so that's not dude, a bad we, one. I, I think we just started a, a fitness. Uh, program centered around tacos. You know what's funny? If you just call a healthy taco shop a healthy taco shop, people are going to believe it. <laughs> like, what's the perks of it? Look at it. I don't know. It's just healthy Hold as on. fuck. Is that, is that Instagram handle taken? We're going we're gonna to make that. <laughs> hey, guys. We're at the Video Rock Podcast. I got my boy here, Josh. And we uh, before I get to it, I got to go to some sponsors, if you don't mind. I'm sorry. Please, by all means. Um, one of my number one sponsors that I love is Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group does testosterone replacement therapy for those who need testosterone and it's been proven a lot of veterans who have low testosterone for whatever reasons whether it's stress whether it's who knows what it is um, they have low testosterone but you know who else a lot of law enforcement officers dealing with all the daily stress and so I recommend you guys if you guys are questioning your testosterone levels go get your blood work done go get your blood work done and find out for yourself if this is true and if this is true hey easy to fix Testosterone replacement therapy. I've been on it now for about a year. Super happy with it. Um, I, I I actually wasn't on it for the past couple months because I've been doing the the, the in vitro with my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to do that. So we had to change it up a little bit. Now back to full strength. Week two right now. I'm ready. Starting to feel good. And nice. it's, it, it's a great feeling. It feels good. And it's not you know the misconception of anabolics. You know, people for some reason get that confused. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting because just like any hormone in our body, right? Testosterone is vital, right? It's yeah. Got to be at the right level. So, you know, there's a stigma, but you wouldn't begrudge someone for taking insulin if they were diabetic. Correct. If your testosterone levels are low for whatever reason, there's no reason not to take that and get them back to where they should be. That is correct. So I do. I've been doing it now, and I'm super happy with it. I recommend you guys go and check them out. That's Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group. Hit them up if you guys have questions. Find me. I'll send you their information. Uh, Beyond Clothing. You ever use Beyond Clothing? Oh, those yeah. guys. Yeah, they're one yeah. of the sponsors. They're nice. Outdoor Expeditionary clothing they have very high quality in high quality jackets pants gear correct you've you've had some stuff yeah no i'm I'm actually one of their ambassadors yeah you are Um, tell me about it dude it's awesome so the 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 cool thing 
about what they have is it allow, at least for me, right, it allows me to go on these expeditions, to go out and explore, to adventure. And no matter how shitty things get out there in the wild, at least I know that what is on my body yeah. is going to hold up and do the job and protect me. Yeah, dude. You know, because... Man, I mean, I've been in some pretty sketchy yeah, scenarios. Yeah, you've done a lot of stuff in and, snow and, and survival yeah. and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You know you have a quality gear, one, that's going to hold up to the terrain, mm-hmm. and two, it's going to protect you from the from the environment. Well, and it's modular. It's designed as a system, right? It's yeah. not just a jacket or a pair of pants. It's designed to work interchangeably based on the the environment, which is going to be dynamic and ever changing. Yeah. Right. So it's never, that's the hard part is like, well, what's the one jacket I wear? It's like, well, well, it depends bro, on what you got. Yeah. Right? You know, there's so, something in the military, we had a seven layer, seven layer, uh, winter setup mm-hmm. and people didn't understand. We didn't never get educated the right way, how to wear it. We were all trying to figure it the fuck out. Right. Sure, so we the hard way. Yeah. So we fucked it up. Did I, we walked six miles one time in the snow. And I was fucking burning my Ooh. balls off. And I'm like, what is this fucking cold weather gear? It's too much. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out the right balance mm-hmm. without, if it's not sweat wickering, you're fucked. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like your body temperature changes, especially if you're active, very active in the snow. Well, if you, if you sweat in the cold and it's below freezing, especially if it's marginally below freezing, yeah. you break a sweat and you soak through that base layer, dude, you're done. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You guys finally got someone who can tell you more about it than I can. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but I know I've seen you on the pictures and, yeah. and they, they, I'm planning to get him part of that. It's just, oh, they've, dope. Been, they've been so busy. Oh man. So I haven't, I don't, I don't really stress them yeah. out, but well, that's perfect. Cause now we can go, now we can carry yeah, your ass up in the mountains and do rad shit. Me and you can go out yeah. there and do some dope yeah. shit. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to fucking text Rick later. Seriously. I'll let him know. So you guys go check out beyond clothing. They're badass. How about Willie peach chocolate? Have you tried those yet? I have not. No. What the fuck dude? I... They're at the barbershop. Go by the barbershop and grab one, dude. So do you like spicy? Yeah. Are you a spicy guy? Yeah. Like, like kind of? I mean, like gringo spicy. I mean, <laughs> ketchup, you know. ketchup is spicy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my Soy wife. sauce is like my, that's, ooh, it's getting there. <laughs> well, dude, he makes, the veteran who owns, uh, who owns this company and he makes it out of his own house. He actually is full-time now, 100% Willie Peach Chocolate. Makes outstanding chocolate, dude. And the cool thing is he has different Scoville units. So from oh. so some chocolate with no heat at mm-hmm. all, and that'll be more like a graham cracker one he has. It's really good. And then it goes into ones that are mild, and that'll yeah. have maybe even have Black Rival coffee in it. Oh, nice. And then you go even further down, and you'll have like the Moab, and it's a fucking Reaper, Carolina Reaper Ooh, pepper right man. in that. Dude, one tip of the tongue, my wife fucking freaked. So are they chocolate bars? Is it chocolate, chocolate bars, dude? Okay, dude, Just, man, I tell you what, I I am like like a dark chocolate. He I has some dark chocolate, that. and so like a dark chocolate with like a cayenne pepper. Not so much Ooh, that it's gonna like just a little make bit. you sweat, but it's got a little bit yeah. to it, man. That. That's some good Bro, shit. Bro, he's got something going on that I really right, love. I'm gonna have you got to gotta check it out. out. Fucking Willie Peach Chocolate. I love him. You should too. And then the last one I'm going to talk about right now before we even jump into this is GMR Gold. Have, have you heard about GMR Gold? Yeah. I've Crispy, seen a couple Crispy, of posts. Crispy yeah, yeah, yeah. posts it a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dude, really cool company, man. What I've been doing with my kid, and your kid's a little young right now, but yeah. maybe when they get older, is I when I order it once a month, and when I get it in, I let them open it, dude. Oh, and they cool. freak out, dude. Yeah, because it's like treasure, man. It's like gold it's exactly. bullion, legitimately. It's, it's exactly. They find gold every time one of those packages come in, so it's been a cool thing for the family, but little do they know, I'm putting away $200 every time that comes in. Yeah. Putting that in the safe, letting it go, man, and it's just a cool collection of shit that I'll be able to pass down to them, and they can enjoy it. Hopefully for their kids, they can continue to collect gold and silver. But I also know if I need to sell it, 
yeah. I go to GMR Gold and I can sell it. Well, it's, I mean, that's one of those things and, and far be it for me to give anyone financial strategy or advice. Right. However, you know, it, it is prudent to have your stuff spread out in other ways. I mean, t- yeah. bond diversification, all these other things, Roth IRAs, whatever you're investing in. Right. right? Um, obviously, you're banking, your savings, but then having some physical, tangible you know, yes. currency, man, is is huge. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't fluctuate as, right. mu- as much as right. others. It's, yeah. it's one of the well on a long timeline, right? You'll right. see ups and downs. Yeah, and, and but if, I mean, yeah, it's just been the most stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there it is. I have it in my house. We have tons. I actually need to get a new safe because I'm starting to pack it. Thing back in nice, filled with silver and gold, dude. The champagne problems, right there. Yeah, buddy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> But that's it, man. I want to talk to you about you, man. Let's talk about you. You, All right. you got some cool shit going on. It's cool because we met, man. It's probably got six years now, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, it's, it's been, a, been a while. It's mm-hmm. been a while. And um, you know, we met being part of the whole ready, uh, ready man group, mm-hmm. and and being associated with them, and then obviously in the MMA world. Um, me and Matt were always big fans of MMA and training as much as possible. So it kind of where it all kind of came connected was all that combined. Uh, now, you know, you're, you, you work with Ready Man. You know, you're doing the Beyond Clothing stuff. You're also Savage Gentleman. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're also growing that, and that's another another brand of yours. And you're still, are you still fighting or have you retired? Or is it, you haven't, you haven't said those words yet. I ha- you know, I haven't said it. Um, it. It's one of those things where I think I'll always be training. Um, just because it's something that I love and you know, if the right opportunity comes, I will absolutely take it. It's just right now it's, it's kind of taking a back burner. We just had a little guy about a year ago. So, you know, we, that, that's our second one. And man, I don't know how you do half of what you do with the number of kids you have, but for us right now too, and and I knew that going into it, it's like, okay, my last fight was a couple of years ago. After that fight, my wife was pregnant. It's like, okay, man, we're going to pump the brakes a little bit, focus on some other stuff. And right now it's, it's, you know, if, if the, opportunity arises. Yeah. You know, I want to be in a place that I can capitalize on it, yeah. but if it's you know, the right got, fight with the right amount of money, right. it makes sense. And you're not going you know. in to just get freaking molly whopped. Right. <laughs> you know and, I mean? But I mean, so as long as I feel like I'm physically capable, I think that'll always be yeah. on the table, you know, and that, and that could extend into my forties. Now <laughs> making a, a, a championship run, yeah, is run probably, for the UFC is, is tough. probably a foregone conclusion, right. but that doesn't mean that I still can't get in the cage and compete. And worst case scenario, I could always do grappling tournaments yeah. if I need that, to scratch that That's itch. the hardest thing about fight the fight world. I've grown up in it for so long, and some people that probably didn't know, like my, my, my sister's ex-husband was Jeremy Williams, who was a heavyweight fighter for many, many years, uh, then went into MMA, he went 6-0 in MMA, went back to boxing, and then eventually retired. But he, he's, in the, he's in the Amateur Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And oh, so wow. I grew up I grew up around this my whole life, watching this guy compete and watching the hardships of a boxer slash fighter not figure out when to say, when to hang it up. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, we've seen so many fighters in the past years uh, have difficulties because you get drawn into this. You you fall in love with the combat of it, right? You fall mm-hmm. in love with the energy that that is that comes after the fight and, and, and everything build up to the fight and, and all that. It's so addicting. Well, it becomes who you are, right? right? It is your identity. And 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 for us as men in particular, I think our occupation, it's very easy to to draw who we are from that. And so whether you're a blacksmith, a mechanic, you know, a doctor, a veteran, a, a vet, a fighter, right? 
once you stop doing that, you know, yeah. we have this identity crisis and I think that that's really, really hard yeah. for guys to let go. I know for me that that prospect is, is something that I struggle with because I know, you know, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but I know at some point I won't be able to fight any longer. And so I, I, I think I, thankfully, um, preemptively started yeah. looking into that to realize like, Hey, I don't know when this day is going to come, but I know that it will happen. I will not be able to fight for my entire life. And chances are I'll probably still need to do some other kind of work to provide yeah. for my family. So that was, that was man, five, six years ago when I actually was ready man started, started hanging out with those ready man guys and, and seeing like, okay, Hey, what are some other options that I can pursue yeah. for, you know, financial gain. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I was able to continue fighting alongside that, but that helped me cultivate some other skills, um, open a ton of doors. Huge. Yeah. Meeting, meeting awesome people, social creating a media, ton of opportunities. All of a sudden social media opens up mm-hmm. and now becoming a brand ambassador. Is now that's option, a thing. Right. right? And, and as well as, as now you're, you're a, you're a recognizable figure, especially like in Salt Lake. Everyone knows who, who Josh Tyler is. I believe, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, Comfortable. It's, 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 Maybe. It seems like a lot of guys who end up who train know who you are. Sure. Everywhere I've ever mm-hmm. been, right? You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys know about it. Also with social media and and, and with Matt Bass and all mm-hmm. these guys, you know, you start you start becoming more of a household name in the groups, you know, in our in the demo, circles. In, yeah, in our yeah. circles, exactly. Which is cool, man. And so, you know, my question to you is is how do you enjoy being in the business world now and trying to, you know, and trying to grow a business, is that just as much of a thrill as it is getting ready for a fight? Man, it, it, it is. And it, and for me, it's actually much harder. Yeah. Like if, if I could, it'd be so much easier just to go back into fighting full time. Yeah. I'm not in a position where I can, where I can do that because now with, with, with a couple like you know, it's one thing when you're, you're a young guy, yeah. you know, you're unmarried or, or recently married, you know, you've got no kids or whatever. No big deal, man. You yeah. can, you can train, you can live that life. Right. Um, when we had our, when we had my daughter, that was a, a little bit of a shift, but still workable. Yeah. And then once the second one came along, it was like, all right, man, look, we got to figure out something else, Yeah, man. you know? And, and, and cause financially know, it's a big, people don't realize. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing about fighting is there's not as much money as there probably should be. No, especially you know? if you're not, if you're not in Bellator UFC, it's even hard. If you, even if you are, if you're not in the upper, like, <laughs> Tenth percentile, right? But the money, the money for an, a regular fight from a small venue is sometimes, man, uh, it's peanuts. a thousand to show up, a thousand to win. Sometimes, if you can, if you if you have a decent enough name for that, and that's if you're decent. Yeah, if yeah. you're a decent enough name. My, first, my I used to manage fighters in Texas. I don't know. Yeah, if you, yeah remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, some of my guys was two fifty just to show, two fifty to win, and you're like, whoa, dude. And, and that's dollar. That's two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, not dollars. Not, not K. Not it didn't cover the hotel and the ride up there. Yeah, it never did. Yep. It never covered their food and the hotels. I was coming out of pocket as a manager, thinking like, well, if one of these guys end up go big, it'll be cool. It'll pay off. It'll right. be cool. But that's like, hey, that's not a. It, dude, the fight world is so hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was burning money, but I didn't care. I love the sport so yeah. much, and I love to watch guys grow in their sport. Well, and, and you'd be surprised, even even and at the Bellator level. Yeah. Like I said, unless you are in the tip, tip, top, you're not making much more than that. More no, but you know what, Bellator, they start making money off their sponsorships. The sponsors with you can That's start, what, yeah. yeah. If you if you get in with the right sponsors and you get that hooked up, but even still, now you're looking at to make a reasonable living. You know, 
you're man, four fights, five fights yeah. a year. You better find success. You better you better win. You better not get uh, injured. It's the hardest thing, dude. And the and, thing is, that's why I love boxing. Well, that's why I loved trying to bring boxers up because boxing paid your first fight. A thousand to show, a thousand to win. For your first fight, you can oh, you can get that. And you're like, whoa, the why wrong, is the money I'm so in the wrong why, industry? Yeah, why is the money I'm so good in boxing? Route. It is. Money's good in boxing yeah. for some reason, dude. You you have guys that are ten and zero making fucking fifty k, right? Bad. And that's good money. That's pretty good money for if you can two fight two of those in one year. Hey man, yeah. that's a hundred k. That's not bad at all. That's a hundred k. I'm like, all right. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so that's the interesting thing. The difference in UFC or or excuse me, in MMA and boxing is like the pay is never. It hasn't matched up yet. And yeah. it's been fuck. MMA's been around for years. It's, it's what twenty something years yeah. now. And still, it's not. You're not. But I mean, but look at it in comparison, though. I mean, how long has boxing been around? Forever. I mean, a as a sport, it's been around since the dawn of time. Yeah. You know, and then as an organized professional sport, man. I mean, you're talking about guys getting paid to fist fight back in the 1800s, maybe even before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like old school pugilist type type stuff. And so, uh, it's. It's, it's one of those things where, like, looking in the long term, it's like, eh, man, I think it, it, it's not fair for my wife and my kids, as much yeah, as I man. love it, you know, to continue down this road when I have all these other more viable means, yeah. right? And again, that's not to say that I've completely hung up the gloves, yeah. in, you know, indefinitely, but it's just, man, making the smart play, right, and looking in the long view. But yeah, it's funny because... I mean, so to know my story, dude, I, I, I fought in the Army with with the Army combatives teams and, and did all that shit. And I got out and I was like, you know what? And I got re, re, re rejuvenated in it because I got activated. And when I got activated, half the time I was training in the in the, in the the fight house mm-hmm. with, with Jason Norwood. Yep. Uh-huh. And, and I was competing and everything. And so I really started like, you know what? I really enjoy it. I liked coaching it. I liked teaching guys the fundamentals of it mm-hmm. and everything. And so I started like falling in love with it again. So when I got off active duty or off the activation, I went back into the border patrol and I took over a school teaching Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I said, you know what? I should just fight. Why not? You know, I've, I've been training for all these years. I did pretty good in the army. Why not just go out and just do it? And then I started thinking about like my brother-in-law who's, who's man, rough, right? Yeah. And then I started thinking like, do I have enough time to focus on being a really good fighter mm-hmm. while I'm doing a full-time border trade on the special operations? <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? Right. Will I be able to show up and be the best version of me? Because if I show up not and I get hurt, I don't have anything that's going to cover my kids. Right. And that was like my biggest, scariest point. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm 20. I think I'm like, I think I was like 28 at the time. And I'm like, I'm almost past the fucking prime, right? right I'm already getting right. old. I have to do something in the next two years to really do something. Mm-hmm. And it was just like too many, like what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just coach. Yeah. I'll just coach. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's kind of, and I still mad at myself for that. You know, I fought some smokers, some dumb fucking amateur boxing things. Yeah. Those are all fun and all, but like I, I'm mad at myself for not giving myself the chance. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like it was the, the, the decision was thought not to get hurt for my family. Yeah. Well, was the risk ever really worth the reward? Right. You know, and, and I think that there's a difference as well. You know, when I got into fighting, it was never, it was never like, hey, this is going to be my career. Yeah. You know, for me, I did it because I, I, I needed something to fill the void after my collegiate wrestling career. So I wrestled through high school, wrestled through college at Old Dominion. Yeah. You know, so a D1 wrestler didn't, didn't achieve what I wanted to do there. Yeah. And so I was like, 
you know, man, I, I, I need something and, and came into MMA and I was like, oh, this is cool. I can compete in this and still yeah. do that. And, and after, you know, a, training for a while. I'm like, Oh, I'm not bad at this. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, Oh yeah, let's, let's get a, let's see, let's do an amateur fight. Right. Had, had an amateur fight, went amazing, had a couple more amateur fights, went amazing, ended up 10 and 0, you know, my first set won all seven amateur fights, my first three pro fights. And it was like, Oh man, maybe, maybe there's some, you know, yeah. some legitimacy to this. I, it this should warrant pursuing, but yeah. You know, it was never really about the money. You know, yeah. I was in a position where until the kids came along, it didn't really matter if I made money fighting or not. Yeah. You know, it's like that was just icing on the cake. I was doing other stuff. I had side hustles going on. I was yeah. teaching for a while. Um, and and that that was my income. And it wasn't until, you know, the, the prospect of like a, a family, like, all right, man, now it's time to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Now you, you know, need, now you need rent. Um, now you need food. Now, you know? Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, you know, I, I think for guys, you have to look at it. It's like, well, what what is the reason for it? Am I getting in this to make to be a millionaire? Yeah. Right? Am I fighting so that I can be the next Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather or, you know, whoever the, the right. highest paid guy is? Right. If that's the case, I would say your intentions are probably not in the right place. I would yeah. say you might be putting the cart before the horse, you know, do it because you love it. And if you happen to make some money at it, great. If not, you know, that's okay too. I tell people that people message me all the time saying they want to be actors. They're like, right. I want to be an actor. I'm like, why? And like, man, I just I want to be man, famous, bro. Like, I just want to be on the minds, bro. I want to wear that cut. I'm like, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I don't even feel motivated to help you. Right. Because there's there's no honest. Well, it's so superficial. It is. Right? It is, and that's the hardest thing. Is like, I didn't get into be famous. I can give two fucks about being famous. Famous does not pay my fucking bills. Right. Straight up, pay, famous does not fucking raise my kids. Famous does not hold on to my relationship. Nothing. Like, fame is such a fucking illusion, and people mm-hmm. are so confused on, like, people chase that so mm-hmm. much, they want notoriety, and I think that's the wrong answer, right? I think you will get notoriety once you believe in the art of acting, sure, and you appreciate the art of acting, well, then it'll show when you act, and yeah. when it shows when you act, there goes the notoriety of being a great actor, mm-hmm. not a famous person, yep. a great fucking actor. Same, it's the same thing with fighting. We get guys who come in the gym all the time, and, and they day one, they're like, I want to get my first fight, and like, Dude, you don't know anything, oh, yeah, man. Dude. Yeah, do you want to get your like first what, loss, bitch? You, <laughs> right, yeah, you're trying to get your ass handed to you? And, they're, and, and, and you know, these guys have this notion like, well, I, dude, I just know it. I'm, I was born to be a fighter. And it's like, based off of what? Yeah, dude. Because I, I want it. Like, uh, now it okay. works, dude. It's like, well, and, and we talked to a guy like Jeremy Horn and I sat down with this kid um, who came in and, and he just wanted it. And he yeah. knew in his heart of hearts, man, that he was destined to be a fighter. And we're like, okay, cool, you don't have any training, right? So you need to get, you need to get some, some knowledge under yeah. your belt before you step in there. And he's like, no, I just know I can win because I want it. And like, okay, yeah. well, let me ask you this then. Um, guy off the street who's <laughs> going to be the next USC champ, how much can you bench press? And yeah. the guy was like, oh, I don't know, man, about, I don't know, 150, 155. We're like, oh, all right, that's all right. fantastic. Off to a good start. You are a natural born athlete. Uh that you can barely bench your body weight. <laughs> Great. Okay. Killer. So, fine, fine. No, not to say that your bench press correlates with your fighting skill or ability. Right. But we're like, all right, well, so what about, what if, what about like 160? You think you could do 160? And the guy's like, ah, maybe. Okay, cool. What about, what about 200? 
And he's like, what about, you know what? What about 450? If we put 450 on the bar, could you bench press that right now? And he's like, no, that's crazy. What? Like, what if you really, really wanted it? Yeah, what if in your heart? What if, I mean, what if you just knew that you could do it and you just wanted it? And, and the guy, you could see like the smoke and yeah. the, the wheels grinding, right? And it, it's, you know, people have this illusion, right? For whatever reason, yeah. they get into these things. And I, I think it's for, for all the wrong reasons. And I think it goes back to what you were saying, where people are looking for notoriety. I think, you know, to piggyback off of that, it's, it's validation. Yeah. All of us, man. And I don't care who you are. Yeah. And, and we, we all in some way, shape or form want to be validated for who we are. Correct. And so we start looking outwardly to receive that validation. Yeah. Man, if I can, if I can go into the cage and win fights, then that'll validate me and my belief that I'm a badass. Yeah. If I can go and become an actor, that'll validate me because now I'm really cool or yeah, I'm really talented. I, yeah, and that's We're, exactly with fighting. It's the same thing, right? In, every, in a lot of things, right? It's like the yeah, guy who it's goes. Everything. It's the guy who gets a drill drill sergeant hat and all of a sudden is the biggest cock in the room because like he has a, like fuck you, bro. If that hat makes you. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking sad individual. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. fighting doesn't make you, right? You are not Josh Tyler. Uh, you're not jo- the fighter, Josh Tyler. You're Josh Tyler, who is a fighter, is also a father, who was also a husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that's this crazy thing. When people let these titles control them, they're fucking lost. I just sent a video to the Army Rangers. There's a bunch of Army Rangers that are going to be getting out of the military here soon. Mm-hmm. And there's an event going up there. I just couldn't make it because family shit, you know? Yep. And so I sent him a video. I said, don't let your title as an Army Ranger carry you. Don't don't think it's gonna carry because it fucking won't. Yeah, it's gonna break your heart when everyone realizes like no one really gives a fuck if you're an army ranger. No one really does. They're gonna be like, thank you for your service. But you know what? They would have said that same shit if you're a fucking cook, if you're a dog handler, yep. if you're a fucking nurse or a water purification expert. No one gave a fuck about the title. They cared that you fucking made the mm-hmm. effort in serving our country. Same as in like fucking acting in like notoriety. Like no one gives a fuck about that. That that you're an actor. It's like the fact that you're out there doing it is like good job proud of you. You're out there making, working. You're putting in the fucking work, right? And that kid who shows him wants to be a fighter, like, dude, put in the fucking work. Yep. I tell everyone that, like, I want to be an actor. Put in the work. Mm-hmm. Put in the work. Dude, I put in fucking almost five years of fucking YouTube fucking filming. You know what I mean? Five yeah. years of that. Then we did Range 15. Then I did skits with fucking, with my boy Jamie Keller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I put in the fucking work. I, I filmed my own fucking short. Like, all the shit. I just kept growing in the space of where I wanted to go. Yeah, I kept developing in that space. If I want to be a fighter, I better fucking work on my fucking Muay Thai. I better work mm-hmm. on my boxing. I better work on my jujitsu. I better work on every goddamn thing. And then mentally, I have to be fucking prepared for that shit because it's a heartbreaker. Yep. You know what I mean? And so it's the same thing in every fucking field and every craft, even business. Yeah. In business, man, we're like I'm fucking up daily, right? Oh, <laughs> you know dude, what I mean? I'm so man, I'm such a hack fraud. Like it's the hardest thing, bro. It yeah, and, and, and it doesn't. Here, here's the here's the problem with business and being in the regular working world yeah. right is like in, in 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 fighting if you have an issue with your coworkers yeah. right they your training partners yeah. or your boss as in your coach right it's actually really easy to sort that out you yeah. step on the mat and you know if you, if you have a problem Boom. you solve it there right yep. if you're if your coach slash boss you Old know, school Rochambeau, dude. Yeah, it's like, all right, man, we'll, we'll sort this out. And then, you know, it's very easy to, to take that humble pie when, you're, when, when that person either yeah. kicks your ass or, you know, you feel better because you kick their ass. Right. 
you can't do that in the real world. You can't solve anything no. in business. You know, if somebody fucks you over in business, you can't just go and choke them out. No, it doesn't do nothing. No, it, it, it's, it's fucking worthless. Yeah, it, I've got I've got so many skills that yeah, I can't even com- use. It, it doesn't compute to success, right? Yeah, it's just, dude. Trust me. That's 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 like I tell my wife all the time. Like, you know, the world is is becoming very. I think inconsiderate people are the worst people in the world, mm-hmm. right? I think that the rudest fucking, that's what makes this life even harder is inconsiderate drivers and inconsiderate people at the airport. Just inconsiderate people are just fuck ups. You know? yep. Back in the day, those guys got dealt with. You'd yeah. smack them in the motherfucking face. Right. You know what I'm saying? You smack them just like you would a fucking bully. You punch them mm-hmm. in the fucking nose. That guy at lunchtime is fucking sharing your meal. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a good fucking person. There's no self-correction anymore, dude. No. So well, people people live with with the utmost impunity. You can do literally whatever you want, say what you want. Yeah. And, you know, because of the way our world society is set up now, you can pretty much get away with it. Dude, and if you retaliate with some physical force, now your ass is getting thrown yeah, under the now jail. You're, now you, one, you're a fucking asshole. And, and, two, and it's like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Same as in business though, bro. Same as, but you can't do nothing. Like I like, I don't retaliate towards people. I don't even verbally give them the fucking energy. Yeah. Right. Because this day and age, in social media, in fucking all, all platforms where you're giving people fucking, if you say someone's name, you're giving them notoriety, yep. right? You're giving them attention. You're giving them the energy and you're giving them more followers that they do not deserve. Mm-hmm. Like like when people say, hey, share this man, make him famous. I want to be like, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're 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 helping them out. The best thing to do is completely ignore them. Ignore that you shit. You know what I mean? You, you don't acknowledge it. You move on because, you know, one thing, and, and this is going back to, acting and fighting yeah. or, or whatever and this whole idea of notoriety and, yeah. and validation is dude there's 7 billion people in the world in the grand scheme of things in any of it yeah. no one fucking cares no one gives a fuck no one knows who you are no one, no one knows who I am no one knows who that asshole is yeah. none of it fucking matters you know what I mean so for one piss ant to be running their mouth and saying some shit on social media for you to even like have three seconds of acknowledgement of that person is a complete waste of time. Dude. And I, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't entertain the idea that I don't know how many yeah. responses oh, yeah. I've typed up and then deleted, yeah. you know, and that's my, that's yeah. my catharsis. That's my getting out of my system is I fucking give them what for, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I delete it and then I go about my day and never think of them again. Yeah, my pro- I just delete them real quick. There you go. And, and I, I even leave them there so they can comment again. And then if they do it again, they'll block them. And it's yeah. like, hey, done, done. I don't give a fuck. Dude, it's crazy, man. When you say that, that no one cares, right? Like no one gives a fuck. I yeah. say that to my, <clears throat> I have a daughter who's, she's the one who's brilliant wrestler. Mm-hmm. She's, she's really good. Um, last year she was ranked eighth in the state. This year she'll probably rank t- top five. Um, had an awesome season, but yeah. getting her to warm up before a wrestling match was the hardest thing because she sees everyone watching her. She says, she's self-conscious. I said, yeah. no one cares. Mm-hmm. No one cares about you, Yvette. Like no one's sitting there saying, "Let's watch how she trains. Let's make fun of her." No <laughs> one cares because every other kid in there is worrying about their own training. Yep. I was like, and you have to understand that when you stop thinking about everyone else's opinion of you, mm-hmm. you will sit there and warm up the best you possibly can because you know you need to go into a battle, right? Yeah. You're going to go into war. But she's so self conscious, and I get it, right? She's a kid. She's 13. Mm-hmm. She's in that weird phase, going to puberty, all the things that are going on. She's just so self conscious. Like oh, boys yeah. are looking at her because 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 now she's in the age where boys like her, and mm-hmm. it's this weird face, and I'm like. Yeah. Well, you're killing your own wrestling because you're mentally so deep in your head. And that's one thing I tell her is like, no one cares. Yeah. Like no one does. And, 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 and that, 
And that extends into so many other facets, right? Because I struggle with that myself. Right. You know, wrestling in middle school and oh, high school. Oh, of course. Everyone You know does. what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those things where you're in the spotlight. I walk up to the ring thinking like, I got to try and look cool. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you think about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't until, it, even in my fighting career, right, I have these, you know, these little ticks or, or, or rituals that I thought were important that needed to be done in order for me to have success. Bro, right? yes. Or I, or I had Every to, athlete does this. Right? And, or I had to give this, this air of, you know, either, A, I'm fucking super angry and hard ass. I yeah. tried that one out. Ah, that didn't Doesn't work because I wasn't It's really embarrassing angry. when you get your ass kicked yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, dude, I'm just fucking, I don't even care, man. I'm so chill, bro. I'm just like ice, like nothing even phases yeah, me. Yeah, it's not and true And it's either. like, well, that's not true either because on the inside, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty it, racked it up. Everyone's different, right? And, and, and it's like when you try and hide the truth, bro, it shows and, yeah. and, and it comes out in your game. And well, and, and it's a complete waste of energy. So all 100%. that mental focus and energy that you're putting into, you know, your, your warm up and your walkout and yeah. you know, your demeanor and how you're going to stare this guy down yeah. and all that shit. It's like, you're actually not focusing on anything that is relevant or important to the task at hand. Dude. And it took me a very long time to realize that. And you know, I, I wish I wish I could go back and I could tell, Dude, you know, I know. middle school, I know. high school wrestler, because again, you know, to ourselves, we're inside our own heads, right? In everything that is happening, we're seeing it. But to the rest of the world, what you have to realize is they're doing the same thing with themselves. No one cares. There's no way they can pay attention <laughs> to you. They don't fucking care. They don't care. And and here's here's another secret. Um, those matches that 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 I wrestled as yeah. a kid. The ones that she wrestles, the the fights that I have, yeah. the want, the wins, the losses, they don't fucking matter. They don't. No one they like, don't. and that's it's, it's that not going to determine the house you have. It's not going to determine the car you drive. It's not going to no. determine the wife that you marry. No, None like there is, and we look at it right, and I think about the the matches that I that I won or lost, the ones that I lost in high school or college, even some of the fights, and I'm like, man, if if I won this, if I won that that wrestling match, you know, I better be driving a better car today. That's fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> You know, we do it to Little League sports. You're like, man, if little Timmy had just Bro, made that interception. One of my good buddies, man, we, we, we he's a good coach in, in, the, in the MMA world of, of the military, uh-huh. of the Army combatives. He's a well-respected coach, and he was actually one of Tim Kennedy's for many, many years. And, oh, nice. And so his name's Chris Perkins. I'm not okay. sure. So, so Perk, he told me, because his son was wrestling, my sons were wrestling. The first season my sons ever wrestled, um, they lost, I think it was like 10 matches straight, both mm-hmm. of them. And I'm thinking like, fuck, this yeah. is, is this, should I take them out? Is it not their sport? I don't know. He goes, listen, man, there's, no one gives a fuck about the, the state champ in fucking second, third grade. Like, no one cares. Care. Even, goes, even in high school. Yeah. Like, I look at guys that I know, and this isn't a knock on them, right? But I know guys that were state champions, three, four times state champions, yeah. and that success has actually no bearing of None. where they are in life now. Some of those guys are doing great things, some of them not so much, but it's meaningless. And it's funny here, yeah, we we believe it is, right? Yeah, Even, it's, so, it's the most important thing at that time. And it's, and it's not, though, and that's what I try, it's trying to tell my kids all the time, like, I try and tell my daughter, like, look... Look, um, you want to go get that? Go yeah, for it, dude. stand by. Let me grab him You can real grab quick. him. You can hold him. Don't worry about it, dude. I have kids. It's okay. Just put that on the ground. Don't worry about it. Everything in here. You're okay, dude. It's 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 a uh, it's an office. Josh is knocking things down, and his baby's crying in the other room. He's gonna go. He's gonna go pick him up, uh, and bring her in. But um, yeah. So I tell my six year old daughter about 
I was a prom king, but who gives a fuck? Like, I never gave a fuck. I didn't, I never, I'm not Al Bundy talking about my four touchdowns in one game. I liked my high school times. I wish I did better in sports. Uh, you know, little things like what Josh was just talking about affected me big time. Like, I hated, when I wore the wrong pair of boxers during a, 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 bo- a, a, a football game, I played terrible. Yeah. Because I was uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I felt like people were looking at my boxers. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. dumbest thing. Of all the things to be yeah. thinking about yeah. and worrying about. Everyone in the stands is looking at the stripes on my boxers through my white pants totally. and I'm embarrassed. And they're like, dude, I bet that guy's terrible. He looks like a bum. Yeah. And, that's, and that was my head. And yeah. I had terrible games because I thought about what everyone else thought of me. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so the hard part is, is society teaches us that, you know, you have to win at all costs, right? Yeah. The only thing that matters is winning. And... That's not to say that we just go out and everyone, everyone's a winner. No matter, you tried hard, good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not, that's not the point. The point is you do your damnedest to, to win, right? And, and, and you try your best, you put in the time yeah. and, and make every possible effort to achieve success. But at the end of the day, you have to also understand that it's, it's a, it's a blip in the radar. The sun will come up the next day. That was something I had to realize, yeah. you know, that, after my actual, my very first loss, right? Cause yeah. I had hard, been on a 10, a 10, 10 fight. 10 I was undefeated. 10 fight win streak, bro. I mean, and I thought for you're, myself that that was my meal ticket. Yeah. And you don't even know what a loss to is. my career, right? Was being this undefeated fighter. It's like, bro, if I can say undefeated, yeah. I'm going to be the guy. Yeah. And then I, and then I lost to someone that, that man, I, my, my one-year-old son here could probably be, yeah. and it shattered, it shattered yeah. that illusion. But then I realized something in that loss. It's like, well, the sun still came out the next day. My wife still loved me. Yeah. My family still loved me. My friends were still my friends. It's like, okay, that sucks. It might, it hurt my pride, Yeah, but that was it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Here's the funny thing. Who, there's a, one of the, one of the Gracie's, um, Henzo, I believe it was, who, who said that he, Hands about Rickson. It might have been. It might have been Hickson. Mm-hmm. Hickson is that how they pronounce it or Rickson? It's pronounced Hickson. Hickson. It's spelled Rickson. Yes, pronounced. But Hickson. in, in, I, dude, I in Portuguese, yeah. the R is with a H sound. I always get that fucked up. But I think it was him who said, "Like, what would you have changed in your career?" And he said he'd wish he lost more. Wow. And, and it's funny because he had a really good career. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where it's like you wish you'd lose more. Why? I was like, because we all learn from our mistakes. We all learn from our losses. We all learn from the hardships, right? You know what I mean? Like. Like if 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 I didn't lose in baseball as much as I did, you know, I was a I was a pitcher, dude, and and and, and I played outfield as well. But when I pitched, that was the most stress I've ever had because the team relies on you to do well. Yeah, I mean the weight the weight is on your shoulders. Right. Like, and I've had several home runs hit off me to end the game, ooh. and it's like the biggest fucking heartbreaker. Yeah. And, and the coolest thing is what I've learned. I've been able to hand to my kids like it's cool because my dad wasn't there and it wasn't for any other reason that he was just busy. He was a firefighter working yeah. in LA and he usually was coaching my sister. So he wasn't there. So I didn't really have a lot of mentorship throughout my my sports times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my dad would have known how to mentor in sports because he wasn't much of an athlete of himself. He was a, he was a gang member. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And so I think the coolest thing that I've been able to hand down to my kids is is the mindsets of sports and, 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 and um, you know, and having good, um, what's it called? Sports, sportsmanship. Yeah. Right. And also being able to accept your losses and learn from the losses, right? Being able to, 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 to talk to them about the mental side of a fight before they get into it. Like I sit there for an hour drive before we go to a wrestling, we're talking like, all right, visually, what are you thinking? And my mm-hmm. daughter's like, well, I'm thinking about my takedowns. All right, cool. And what, what do you have problems on? He goes, she goes sprawling. I'm like, good. So visually be I'm coaching her through visually thinking about it so then it's easier for her during the match, yep. you know? And it's something I never had myself, but I'm 
blessed to be able to give that to my own kids because I've experienced it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Been, and that's what I, I, I was, I was, we were talking earlier and it reminded me, it was like, there's so much of my life that I've been able to hand to my kids that I think has been like the best thing ever. Right. Like, like your MMA career, uh, you know, whether, whether you're completely content with it or not, that experience is what you're going to be able to hand off to your kids, yeah. which is super cool. Because what if one of your sons wants to wrestle? You can be like, hey, here's the mistakes I've made in my mm-hmm. career, and here's the goods and the bads, what you're going to face. Be yeah. ready. You're right. And, and yeah. like, don't you wish you had that? Oh, f- for sure. Well, and, and I think, you know, in, in their own way, my parents passed on those lessons, yeah. right? But now, now I struck out in a different arena yeah. that they didn't have an experience. And so there really wasn't a ton that they could offer yeah. in that realm. But I think that's our responsibility as parents, yes. you know what I mean, is to go and, and use what life experience we have and pass that down to give our kids as much of a leg up, you know what I mean, as they can have 100%. in whatever they pursue. I mean, I think that that is... The, the, the point of it all. So for me, like I want to immerse myself in as many things yeah. as I can and, and challenge myself. I mean, the reason why I, I gravitated towards wrestling to begin with was because that was the hardest thing that I had ever done. You know, yeah. I mean, I played baseball and I was okay-ish. Um, I played football and I was actually pretty decent at football. I was just tiny. Yeah. And I realized like, Oh, I'm never gonna get yeah, any there's bigger. Not, there's probably so not a feature in there's that. There's not a future in this, yeah. you know. But but when I found wrestling, I was like, man, this is. I I loved it because it was so hard. It's it was so physically challenging and mentally challenging because it was an individual sport. Yeah. There was no team to rely on. It was just you. And is is painful and difficult as that was. I even at a young age, I knew that there was value in that, and yeah. that you know has kind of carried me that that idea of pursuing difficult things almost for the sake of the fact that they're hard as hell. Yeah, just going for it. You know, uh, I, I think that's what makes us better as men. I think that's what makes, makes us better as people, as parents, yeah. you know, to, to go out and, and try those things. And so yeah. you know, that's why I admire a guy like you getting in all the different things that you're into. It's like, man, well, there, there's no reason that a guy, you know, with this background should be getting into this thing. And then all of a sudden he's over here into that. And the, you know what I mean? All yeah. this stuff. And the next thing you know, it's like, damn, that dude's really successful in a bunch of stuff, you know, but at the same yeah. time, I'm sure you've, you fail miserably in a lot, a lot of things of as well. I'm still failing, right? It's still, <laughs> you know, I've, 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 I haven't got picked on multiple different auditions already and, and it gets frustrating and, and discouraging and I'll talk and, to him about it. You know, you know how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and for sure. And same as, uh, you know, business dude, like beard.com. That's a tough one. That's a tough yeah. one. It's a, it's a, it's a saturated market and mm-hmm. I got to trust that, you know, people would believe that, you know, our product is superior to others or at least fucking equal to, and they trust mine yeah. better, right? Whatever the yep. case, it's a fucking hard ass thing, man. And it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny. I don't know where. I'm going to end up, but I really do like the entertainment world for mm-hmm. the reason of being able to be a voice for so many others, right? Yeah. To be able to express. And it's something that like a guy like me and you are probably not normal, right? We're more, more of the time we're going to be the physical guys. We grew right. up pushing weights. We grew mm-hmm. up fighting. We grew up competing. And, and now I have to use my mental strengths, mm-hmm. my, you know, and my, my creative abilities to, to come up with a storyline I think is entertaining for others, you know, and be able to, create that, you know, and bring it to life. I think for me has been the most therapeutic yeah. thing I've ever done because well, it's different. Yeah. And, and for me, that that's actually what, what spawned the notion of Savage Gentleman uh, was the idea that I'd spent so much of my time in this, you know, so much of my life cultivating these 
physical skills, right? Yeah. How to fight, how to train. Yeah. All, and, and that was the, kind of the only realm that I knew. And it wasn't until I started messing around with video stuff and editing that I realized, oh man, there's a creative side of me that I haven't tapped into for years. And yeah. it was very fulfilling. And I realized there's a whole side of the coin that I had, that I had been just neglecting. Yeah. And I didn't even realize it. Right. And once I started finding creative outlets, you know, I mean the whole, for me, the whole thing about business it's, itself is really the appeal is like the marketing, the strategy yeah. of marketing, like it's figuring fun. out ways yeah. to, you know, tell a story to compel people to get behind whatever it is that's, you're trying that's to exactly. do. Exactly. And that's, you fun. know, yeah. it, that's, it, you know, it's incredibly fun for me. The numbers, the other stuff, man, I, I, yeah. that's not my, that's not my, uh, that's not my joy. It's a part of it. Right. Yeah. But, but what I really get excited about is, is the marketing stuff because it's a creative outlet. Right. And so yeah, I can still be physical. I can still do my savage side. Yeah. Right. Um, but now I can also, interplay the gentleman, the creative, yeah. you know, the artistic side. And I think, yeah. I think we, as men, again, even as just as, as humans, right. We need to be pursuing both of those or else we kind of, we, we start to stagnate. Yeah. I think it's important. I, you know, I think the name alone, Savage Gentleman is such a, such a powerful name because it, because it speaks so much of, to me, what a, what a man should be. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's always a time to be that savage. You know, there is a time, the time oh, and yeah. place for it, where I need to protect the family. I need to protect the flock. I'm going to have to fuck some people up, you know? And then the other time is like, you have to be a gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am a man of manners. Yeah. I believe in those more than anything. Yes, sir. Thank you, ma'am. I get shit on all the time. Like, don't call me ma'am. I, I'm, it makes me feel old. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm yeah. going to call you that all day long. This is, my, this is the way I am. Yeah, I can't help it. It's I'm not sorry. rude. I'm going to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, thank you. I'm going to say, please. Even to my own kids. Hey, son. Can you grab my shoes real quick for me, please? Like, yeah. Always. I just, throw, I, I, I say yes, sir. And yes, ma'am to my kids. Do, exactly. You know what I mean? I'll, I, you know, if, if this same. little guy is grabbing stuff, he's not supposed to, I'll tell him no, sir. No, sir. You know, right. Th- because I think it's important that even at an early age, you instill that notion 100%. of like, Hey, people deserve respect. And I think going back to what you were talking about of like inconsiderate, inconsiderate fucking people. Yeah. It's because they don't, they don't value anyone else. They look at themselves yes. and that's the only thing that matters, right? They're Bro, so self-centered. And that is like what I think ruins people. Like, like people that are so selfish, so into themselves mm-hmm. that don't acknowledge the people around them. Whoa, bro, that's a bad person. It's a recipe for disaster. That's not a person I want in my circle. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely I want not. people that are so considered about everyone else's feelings in the room. Like that person gives a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. They have empathy. They have sympathy. They have they have all these normal traits. That I think it makes someone so human that it, I draw to people that give a fuck about other people. Yeah, you know, there, what I mean? there's a quote I believe it was Oscar Wilde that said, um, "A gentleman never insults someone unless it's on purpose." Essentially, right? Nice. So it's like it's like you have the wherewithal, you have the the sensitivity to understand within a, a mixed group of people. Yeah. You're never going to say anything that will be, you know, you're not going to shit on someone on accident. If you're going to rip this, into them, because you're ready to fight it's on purpose, because you're yeah. ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's deliberate, right? I if I'm going to insult you, it's because you deserve it, and, and I mean it, not because I'm just flippantly saying something and didn't realize because I wasn't being considerate. Right? I love that. That's yeah. dope. Fucking A, man. Well, dude, we're coming up on the end of this thing. I got to head to another meeting with a senator. 
Hello. Yeah, Man, what they that's, sounded, yeah, that's well, a big deal. We're trying to work on um, a suicide prevention um, Oh, man, that's play. good stuff. Yeah, I wrote a play that's nice. pretty cool, and so we're going to try and do that. I'd love to try and get you on board. I'd love to try and get you involved in some of the acting stuff that we're doing. Man, I, I'd love to. I mean, that's something that I, I just find fascinating. It is. You know, gonna, I think you, it's so cool. You're going to be so blown away when you actually get to do more, mm-hmm. like really get to do more. It's... it's um, I, I try and tell people it's therapeutic and I, and I don't know any other way to say it, but it is rejuvenating. It is, it is, it is thrilling and it is intimidating. It is all these things without war. Like, whoa. Yeah. So, hey man, go ahead and throw out some, uh, some, uh, some of your links where some yeah. people can find you. I know you have your baby. I want to make sure, you, you know, he's good too. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he's chilling. He's just no throwing deal, my man. phone on the ground. Hey, I, um, I've been through it, the, dude. It's I know awful. you're a family man, so you can, you can appreciate trying to, <laughs> trying to make things work with yeah. with little ones. He's 100%. he's having an okay day today. It's he all just good. Woke man. up early from his nap. Um, yeah, if people want to want to check me out, they can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Josh Tyler MMA. Um, and then if you want to check out what Savage Gentleman is doing, that is Savage Gentle Man. Minus the crying baby. Um, <laughs> Savage Gentle Man, M-A-N, um, official on Instagram. And we've got a Facebook page. We've got a podcast that we've got to get yes. you to come on eventually. For sure. Um, man, really appreciate it. Let me think he's hungry. No so worries, man. Do your him. thing, brother. Thanks, buddy. No worries. Thanks for coming. All right, guys. We're out of here. I did it.